It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on Cougars. This is your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us on a special weekend edition of the show, a bonus edition as we like to call it. Catching up on the player countdown series. We ran out of time yesterday to get to number 48 in our countdown. So we'll do both that number and the number 47 in BYU history as the best Cougars to have worn those numbers on today's bonus edition of the show. So a lot to get to on a special weekend edition of the show. Full editions of the podcast will be back on Monday, bringing you everything you need to know about BYU, including a one-on-one conversation with Brett Ciancia from the Pick 6 preview. So stay tuned for that on Monday. But but let's get going here. A special weekend edition of the podcast begins right now. What's up, guys? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download your daily podcast with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. A lot to get to on a special weekend edition of the show. The good news is this news never stops around BYU, and I guess news uh, is kind of a loose term, but a lot of smoke out there in regards to BYU trying to put together a schedule for the upcoming season. As you guys are probably well aware, BYU has lost five of their originally scheduled 12 games this season, and they've very much been in deep discussions with multiple programs about trying to put games back together. I don't have specific teams for you at this point. I'm working to confirm some of that information. We'll bring that to you as soon as possible, but I can tell you this much. There are things in the works for BYU football with regards to putting a schedule together, at least getting some games back on the schedule. Do I think that BYU plays a full 12-game schedule this fall? No, I don't think so. I think that most programs are probably going to follow similar to what the Big Ten has already announced and go with a 10-game schedule with really the flexibility along the 15-week season to have those 10 games played out. I think the biggest key is for these programs to have the ability, if something were to happen with the COVID-19 pandemic this fall, where they can move the games around and have that flexibility to play games. You guys have heard me use that word. It's a really big buzzword in college football right now is, is flexibility. Adaptability, also a big key word here, because these programs, if you want to have football, you've got to be able to just be flexible. You've got to be able to work around and find ways to find solutions to the situation you find yourself in. So I think the season right now, there is still every intention of having one this fall, but there's so many unknowns that still remain. Just you look at it and it feels like day by day, things change week by week for sure. And we'll see what happens with BYU, but we'll be sure to bring you everything we know about the situation involving the Cougars as we hear it. All right, let's uh, talk about some other stuff that we actually do know about. And that is our player countdown series. Uh, Talking about both player player number 48 and player number 47. If you're new to the podcast, we've been doing a countdown for the past, what, 53 days or so? We're 47 days away from today for the college football season beginning originally for BYU and Utah, but that game has been canceled. We're continuing on with the player countdown series, and we're honoring the best Cougar to have worn these respective numbers in BYU history. And it's not just BYU football. We've had softball players. We've had women's basketball players. We have men's basketball players. We'll have some baseball players, I'm sure, coming up. Uh, We'll have all kinds of sports, I'm sure, entering the mix. And we're going to have a lot of fun with it. 
but there are some great players who have worn these numbers, both 48 and 47. So let's break those down for you on today's podcast. We'll start off with number 48. The one we didn't get to yesterday is our Fan Friday ran over time. It was a fantastic conversation. If you haven't heard it already, go back and listen to it. Uh, Tyler Bergener from 5th Quarter BYU, or BYU 5th Quarter, excuse me, doing a great job, had a great conversation with him. You can go back and listen to that. But at number 48 on our list, our finalists were linebacker Brian Hansen, defensive lineman TJ Satake, fellow defensive lineman Tomasi Laulile, and linebacker Jamison Frazier. This is not the strongest field of finalists, I'll admit, in this uh, countdown we've had. Number 48 seems to be a little bit of a hole for uh, great players in BYU history. That's not to say that all four of these players didn't have their moments in Cougar uniform. TJ Satake has a famous last name. Of course, he's the younger brother of BYU coach Kalani Satake. Brian Hansen played for BYU in the late 70s and early 1980s, played on some of the greatest teams in BYU history. Had a very key role on those teams as a fantastic player. Tomasi Laulile, a guy who felt like perennially was going to break out in a BYU uniform and had his moments, but never really had that overall solid campaign. He's still playing professional football, and I can't blame him. He's got all the talent in the world. He just never felt like he lived up to it for an entire year as a Cougar. And then finally, Jamison Frazier. Well, we talked about Danny Frazier, his father, as being one of the guys who didn't ultimately live up to the hype because of a season, a career-ending injury, a broken neck that sidelined him early on to, into his BYU career. But Jamison Frazier, his son, came to BYU as a walk-on and really broke out. So, uh, yeah, Danny Frazier, number 51. Jamison Frazier, number 48. Walk-on who became a scholarship player and became a key cog in BYU's defense while he was a Cougar. All four of these guys, like I said, had their moments. And the fan vote went in favor of the most recent Cougar, and that is Tomasi Laulile. My quibble with this is that Tomasi didn't live up to the hype I felt like as a BYU Cougar that all of us expected him to have. So he's actually not my pick today. My pick is Brian Hansen. I thought Brian Hansen, when I was reading up on him, I was not allowed live to see Brian Hansen play, but reading up on what he did in a BYU uniform and playing on the teams he played on, because he played from 1976 to 1978, then went on a mission, came home, and played on the 1981 and 1982 teams. Fantastic player. Really was a stellar Cougar throughout his career. Finished his career with just 96 total tackles, according to Cougar stats. Five sacks, four tackles for loss, five pass breakups, as well as a one forced fumble. But I really liked what I read about Brian Hansen. Willie just was a hard-nosed, tough linebacker for BYU from American Fork High School. And he is my pick today as the best Cougar of tour in the number 48. I kind of wanted to go with Jamison Frazier, but I just felt like the story of Brian Hansen uh, held a little bit more of intrigue for me. It's not a, there's nothing against a guy like Laulile, also TJ Satake, and also Jamison Frazier. All of them, like I said, had their moments in BYU uniform, but my pick today was Brian Hansen because I felt like reading up on what he did for the Cougars and the teams he played on, we're talking some of the greatest teams in BYU football history, and for him to depart, by the way, when he did, do you want a mission? He misses the 1979 and 1980 seasons. Man, he missed some stellar games in in that mix as well, but played in a great era of BYU football, and Brian Hansen, the best Cougar to win the number 47 in Cougar history. That's my pick today. Fan vote going in favor of Tomasi Laulile. Laulile finishing with just under 50% of the vote, 49% as compared to Brian Hansen with 29%, Jamison Frazier 14%, and then TJ Satake 
coming up in the rear with 8% of the vote. So big thank you to you guys who've been voting on these. Make sure to follow us at LockedOnCougars on Twitter. You can vote in these polls every day. All right, coming up here in just a second, we'll get to number 47. I think 47 is going to have an interesting debate here. And we had a great thought come in from a guy who's been on this podcast before about the finalists in the group at 47. We'll get to that here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, reminder for you guys, got some BYU Nike gear that I've picked up over the last little bit. I'm looking to give it away. The way that you guys get yourselves entered into this is leave us a rating and review, particularly if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star rating. Also, send us a sentence or two what to like about the podcast. Give us a suggestion or two if you'd like to see something improved. Feel free to weigh in with whatever you, whatever you want, but leave us that five-star rating, and we're going to do our first giveaway this coming week, so stay tuned for that. If you want a chance to get some BYU gear and put it in your uh, rotation of the Cougar gear that you wear week to week or day to day, well... Here's your opportunity to do it. And it's the top of the line stuff. Nike. I'm a Nike-aholic. I've got some BYU Nike gear, and I'm looking to give it away. So make sure you follow us on Locked On Cougars. Leave us that rating and review, and you will be entered entered to win in next week's giveaway of this BYU gear on the Locked On Cougars podcast. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, guys, let's get to number 47 in our player countdown series now. The finalists for this group, and of course, we are now 47 days away from what was originally supposed to be BYU and Utah kicking off the season. I don't mean to depress you by saying that. It's simply a reference point on why number 47 is the countdown today. We were doing a 100-day countdown to the Holy War game that was originally scheduled since been canceled, but guess what? A number of you have expressed that, hey, we need to keep this player countdown series going. You enjoy the thought of looking back on some of the greatest Cougars in BYU history, reminiscing on them, and that's what we're going to do each and every day as we continue to count you down to the college football season now, so it's more of a countdown to college football than it is for BYU, but still regardless, a ton of fun to have uh, this conversation go each and every day. So our finalists today at number 47 include former BYU linebacker Paul Walkenhorst, fellow linebacker Todd Shell, defensive back John Neal, and then, then a defensive lineman, Ezekiel Ziggy Ansah. Of course, a big-time player, went on to have a great career so far in the NFL, looking for a new team currently. Has not been able to stay healthy the last few years, but... Really, when he's been healthy, he's been a standout player for the Detroit Lions. And we'll see if he's able to get back to that form at some point in his career. But he's made some good money regardless along the way. So our finalists today, like I said, Paul Walkenhorst, Ziggy Ansah, Todd Schell, and John Neal. Ziggy Ansah, as you would predict, took the majority of the votes in this. And he took 72% of the fan votes. So he is the fan pick today as the best Cougar to warn the number 47. Our good friend Tyler Bergen at Yahoo Bugster on Twitter said, Love the Ziggy story, but better than Todd Shell at BYU, not buying. One good year from Ziggy, and he was a hit in the NFL. He's great, but not Todd Shell or Walkenhorst good. And I would have to agree with, with our good friend Tyler here because I look at it, and Ziggy, like I said, fantastic story. Comes to BYU hoping to play basketball. Gets moved over to playing in the uh, track department, knocks two guys out of a lane in one race, and the track coach said, you're just too big for this sport. Let's go try you out at football. 
Couldn't even put on his pads. A guy like Kyle Van Noy takes him under his wing, teach him how, teaches him how to put on his pads to play the game to a large degree, and then he ends up as the number five overall pick in the NFL. Can you write a more Hollywood script story than Ziggy Ansah? I think his story does need to be a movie at some point down the road, but looking at it, it really is kind of a one-hit wonder for Ziggy Ansah because he had a big senior year and big's debatable, but then went on to have great success in the NFL. I am with Tyler, though. Todd Shell is the best Cougar to have worn this number in BYU history, and that's nothing against a guy like Paul Walkenhorst or John Neal, both of them fantastic players. It felt like Walkenhorst was at BYU forever. It felt like he was one of those guys that you look at and say, Man, is he still playing there? It feels like they've been there for a decade or so. Well, Walking Horse actually has a unique distinction because based on what, if I recall correctly, the timing of him going on his mission and when he enrolled at BYU, he played for three different head coaches, I believe, for BYU. I believe he played for Lavelle Edwards, uh, Gary Croton, as well as Bronco Mendenhall. I don't know how many guys can say that. They've played for three different head coaches in BYU football history, and I would venture to say that Paul Walkenhorst is one of very few uh, who could claim that. And we'll have to do some research on that. But I think Todd Shell is absolutely the best Cougar to wear in a BYU uniform at number 47. Todd Shell, one of those old school, hard-nosed linebackers that you read about from BYU history, just really was a standout player. Went on to play for both the San Francisco 49ers and also coached in the Arena Football League for the San Jose uh, Sabercats, uh, a couple other teams. I think actually the Arizona Rattlers, if I'm not mistaken, if I recall correctly, but just a great player. There's no doubt about it. Shell was a very tall linebacker during his era, six foot four, 200 pounds out of the greater Mesa, Arizona area and coming up to BYU. Played on some stellar, stellar teams for the Cougars over his career. Uh, was a first round draft pick by the San Francisco 49ers after the 1983 season. So he played with guys like Jim McMahon and Steve Young and then left with Steve Young to go into the pro ranks. Was a first round draft pick by the 49ers had a good career in that level and then also went on to coach in the arena football league and just a good player i look back at guys like this from byu history and talking with people who were alive during that era really filled me in that todd shell man hard to pick against him and of course when you're a first round draft pick out of byu it's hard to pick against you but you're probably screaming at me well that means ziggy ansaw should be the pick here i get that Ziggy Ansah is a top 10 NFL draft pick, but like I said, the body of work that Todd Shell put together in a BYU history in a BYU uniform, excuse me, over four years from 1980 to 1983, I think outshines what Ziggy did in just what one and a half years, maybe in a BYU uniform. There's no doubt that Ziggy Ansah is an all-time unique talent in BYU football history. Let me be clear about that. You don't find guys of his size, speed, and strength ratio very often, especially coming out of Ghana, Africa, of all places. But this has been very much a countdown that's been set on how players played in BYU uniform. And if you were to include pro careers, well, Todd Shell probably goes toe-to-toe with Ziggy Ansah, but I think the, the overall work of what Todd Shell did in a BYU uniform, playing for some of the greatest teams in BYU football history, gives him the nod over our good friend Ziggy. And you guys can quibble with that. And like I said, the fan vote went very heavily in favor of Ziggy Ansah with 72% of the vote. Uh, my pick, Todd Shell, going 17%. Paul Walkenhorst with 9%. And then John Neal, a guy who was an honorable mention All-American in the late 70s for BYU, just 2% of the vote. Makes me really think about it and say, man, that's, that's pretty interesting there. But regardless, 
a ton of fun to talk about these players every day. That's what I enjoy doing is breaking down these great players in BYU history and just looking up, looking back at what they've done in a Cougar uniform, just reminisce on the good old days. I think a lot of us growing up have seen BYU play some stellar schedules over the years, played in some memorable games. That's what I love doing the Fan Friday things with you guys, the fans, the listeners of this podcast, because you guys get to sound off on what games mean most to you, what players mean most to you. And I hope you guys will continue to weigh in with these each and every day. Like I said, follow us on Twitter at LockedOnCougars, and you can cast your vote each and every day. But regardless, I think that my disagreement with you guys, that's the fun part about sports. Who's the greatest Cougar in BYU history? Well, you guys get to have your say with the fan vote. If I agree with it, I go with it. If you, if I don't, hey, I make my pick. And that's the fun part about this. So feel free to weigh in anytime you guys want. Follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Search us out, Locked On Cougars. Personal Twitter feed for myself is at Jacob C. Hatch. And also the email address for this show, if you want to weigh in that way, Locked on Cougars at gmail.com. Oh, sorry, excuse me, not locked on Cougars. Locked on BYU at gmail.com. Weigh in anytime via email if you so desire. Hopefully, you guys are all doing well, having your great weekend whenever you hear this. Like I said, full editions back on Monday. We'll have everything covered for you, including a, a great interview. I had a chance to sit down with Brett Ciancia from the Pick Six Previews. Talk about what he likes about BYU. Well, you'll hear that on the Monday edition of the podcast. So stay tuned for that on Monday morning. Have a great rest of your weekend whenever you hear this. Hope you guys are all doing well, staying safe, and staying healthy. And I hope everything is going well in your neck of the woods, wherever you may be. Feel free to weigh in anytime, like I said, on social media. Love hearing from you guys, and have a great rest of your weekend. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for July 18th, 2020. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day